Clever openings. I just went with like the standard, like uh, super long, uh, held out note. Uh, but uh, hey, Joe Batanz here with you for another edition of the Rumor Mill. This time for episode eight. I don't know if you guys know this. This is always an episode ahead. It's the Rumor Mill. Why would we do rumors about a previous episode? So this is the Rumor Mill for uh, episode eight, season ten. Uh, with me, as always, is my cyber boyfriend. Evan Ayers. Hello, Evan Ayers. Hello. That was very funny, by the way. How are you? Thank you. And I'm, I'm well. How are you? We're going to get well, we're going to get into how we are today. And then, but also okay. joining us today is um, Roving Cub Reporter, also one of the co-hosts of what may be our new show, Baby Drag Race Recap, Aiden Dean. Hello. That was a very impressive intro. Thank you. Uh, Aiden Deem, how did you like doing the Baby Drag Race recap? Um, I had a, real, a lot of fun, and I already said that a couple times, but yeah, I really want to do it again. Well, it depends on uh, if we can, if we are able to get, you know, the, oh, uh, yeah. you know, Brett Baxley, who I think did a bang up job as Joe Batanz. Don't you think, Evan? Yeah, he did. Yeah, they were great. When he started reading the script, I, I was driving home and his, my windows were down because it was a nice day and I just went, ah! And like this lady walking by, I was like startled, but I thought it was great. Uh, I'm glad I have the two of you on the show today because I, I have a not a serious topic. To this. It's not a, I wouldn't call it serious. Nothing that has to do with drag or drag race or drag race recap is ever serious. But I think it's kind of a serious topic for the show. Okay. Is, you know, I was I was talking about the show with a mutual friend of mine evan named sweet michael you know, you know sweet michael right evan i know her very well <laughs> yeah aiden do you know sweet michael yeah okay and it wasn't a negative thing we were just talking about the show and and in talking about the show i'm sorry the show or the, the podcast or the, dr- oh, the podcast the podcast because we were talking about um what's funny is to this moment uh uh, Sweet Michael still has not heard the episode with Jay Ellis as guest co-host. Okay, um, but uh, but we were talking about it, and one of the things that came up was how, even though there's that part about the fleshlight at the beginning, the show was a lot less dirty than usual. And Sweet Michael was talking about how, you know, uh, I think we talked about this in the show, but I had a little bit of a prima donna moment. Uh, a week or two ago, where Evan accidentally told me that there were negative reviews about the show, and then I, I went to a spiral. So uh, the Joe Whisperer, Sweet Michael, had to like go look at the reviews, and he was telling me like, you know, oh well, there's not that many. I mean, if for every one negative review, there's a bunch of really positive ones, you know, to calm me down. I'm very sensitive, right? And, so I've learned. Yes, and that's not. It's not. This is not a crucifixion of you. This is not a crucifixion of you. I'm just giving the backstory you need for this. Where I'm going. Okay. So, um, so we were talking about that, and he was saying, "Well, you know, of the of the negative reviews that you have, some of that, a lot of them mention that the show's too dirty, right?" And so we were talking about that, and the comment that comes up a lot, a lot with Sweet Michael, the one that he clocked, and I've heard about this from other people. Was that they clocked the the moment when Taylor said, you know, if I when I asked Taylor if Babalu fucks his wounds, oh, yeah, that's that's done sticks in my side. Yeah, and now I personally think it's funny, right? But it, it led to this whole discussion, and we can have this discussion right now with you two because we have a young person and then a guy in his mid twenties. Is I realized, actually, that I made a mistake 
I, even though I'm not personally offended by that, I made a mistake because I was a stand-up comedian for about four or five years. Dated a well-known stand-up comedian. Okay. And so I know that world very well. And I should have known better that, because I feel all the times when I've gone super sexual, it's to, I feel the show is headed, the episode that we're doing is headed in the wrong direction and I'm trying to right the ship. And that is a cheap move to make. It's a, it's a move that a, an amateur stand-up comic makes, right? So when you see an amateur stand-up comic flailing on stage, often he'll go very, very dirty to try and, like, get some laughs. Okay. okay? Like he'll start telling fart jokes or your mom jokes. That's not dirty. I'm talking about, like, you know, like, fucking a oh. wound jokes. Okay. You know? and, uh, and you see them, and you're like, ugh, what an amateur. And so I realized... That when I've gone dirty in the past, it's very amateur. This goes to a bigger state of drag in general. Because I think I was operating in a pre... I don't. I can't say what when this happened. I'm going to say season seven. But I feel like the show, as it's gained a wider audience, has become... Has drag... And I think I've seen people like Vicky and Jackie talk about this. Vicky Vox and Jackie Beat. Uh-huh. But drag and Lady Bunny, I think it's talked about this too. Drag used to be a subversive art form. And I think as drag races become more and more popular, like actually when you go to DragCon, there's a whole like family children section and drag queens read to the children. I think it's become much less that. Okay. And so I'm making a new policy. For me, not for anybody else, but for me, that I'm going to do no more sex jokes on the show. Before we go any further in this, I want to get your opinions. Evan, what are your thoughts on this? I just want to clarify that you're you're not doing any more sex jokes, sex jokes because you think the audience of drag or the people that are listening has changed and thus it's less acceptable or are you I think it's a combination. It because, I think because, I, because you think you think you and you making dirty sex jokes that then thus makes your analysis of drag look cheap, just like a comedian. No, I cheap. don't think that. I think more like one. You're right. The, the first part is right. I do think that the landscape is changing, and because there's there's another story. Yesterday, one of the people that I work with in my nonprofit, she messaged me. She text, sent me a text message. She said, "What's the name of your?" Uh, recap podcast because a student here really likes Drag Race and so I want her to listen to it. And it had to be like, uh, uh, okay, hold up. FYI, it's super not safe for work. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, don't worry. They're six, she's 16, right? Uh, yeah, well, whatever. I don't give a shit. I don't work for a school district. I can say whatever yeah. I fucking want, right? What are they going to do? You know? And also these people at this organization are cool, right? But the point sure. is that I'm realizing that younger and younger people are listening to it and maybe I need to sort of change it up. One. Two, Jay Ellis showed me or having Jay on the show showed me that the show could be really funny and not be super sexual. In fact, let me ask you, Evan. I just uh-huh. want you, to, you don't have to say what they are, but just mentally think of your three favorite moments. You too, Aiden. Your three favorite moments from the JLS episode, or two, two or three. You're never going to say what they are, so it doesn't matter. But think, but I want you to, I want you to think about them right now. Think about your two or three favorite moments. Okay. okay. You want to share? No, you can chat. You can share if you want. But before you say that, was any of them? Oh, you know what? Share them. Share if you want. And none of them, none of them are sexual jokes. My my favorite moments were the the bits when you would play snapshot. Mm-hmm. Um, the bit when JLS. Um, was likened to Cameron Michaels mm-hmm. and the bits where you start playing the, the Larry Flick scheme where you like do the fake advert were all very oh, okay. funny and none of which were sexual. Okay. Aiden. Oh, I, I just liked the part. I liked when you guys were talking about snatch game. Mm-hmm. I liked that you guys, this is kind of the entire thing, but how you guys seemed like you're having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the parts where Jay made you laugh. Okay. So lucky. <laughs> so, oh god! But the part where he said, 
Hi, I'm Karen Michaels, and I approve this message. Oh, my God, that made me laugh so hard. So anyway, uh, none of you said the Fleshlight story, which, and don't get me wrong, it's not like, boo-hoo, Joe has no places to do tell stories. I can always tell them on Catching Up, my other podcast. I'm not changing on Catching Up, you know? Yeah. But the story with my parents and the Fleshlight, which is a funny, I think a funny story, Maybe it doesn't belong in RuPaul's Drag Race recap anymore. Yeah, I think it is very... That is a very funny story. But I think, in all honesty, I think those... like It has to be funny because it's, like, not the the normal, like, sex joke. I mean, we talked... We've talked... I could think of the top of my head. I could think of Michael Jackson jokes. We've we've made the fucking a flesh thing. The blowjobs. The, the, we, like, it, they've definitely become frequent. And, again, they don't offend me. I think they're very funny. But I think... It's probably wise to lessen them or at least be more cognizant of how often we talk about like filthy, raunchy sex. Okay, Aiden, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think maybe it should be dialed back, but I haven't really thought about it before. Uh, okay, no, but that, I, I, I think that the fucking Bobbly's wound or Taylor's room was kind of extreme, but like I don't think like all of them are like that. And I, I will say, Joe, I don't think that you, I don't think that you should. I'm not suggesting that you should change because I, I again, I think it's very funny. And like the flashlight one, for example, was a very funny story. Um, but I can see why people be annoyed and offended by it. And if you think it's going to be beneficial for the show to just slightly tweak the number of the ways that we talk about nasty, filthy sex jokes, bring it on. But well, with that said, we're also doing a, a recap show about a television series where they have contestants sitting on eggplants and sex is talked about literally on a regular basis. So I think the line is still very thin. And I think people that are listening to this show have no right to be super, super sensitive when they're listening to a show that's recapping like the most like subvert, like subversive and like, you know, raunchy suggested humor I've seen on television in a long time. Well, I want to say this before we're, we're going to go to the chat room Aiden, and start collecting this. I'm going to go to the, go to mm-hmm. you soon to get what the chat room is saying. But before we do that, it's something I've been sort of like literally wrestling with in my head because I see both sides of the argument. I'm going to go with the clean side because I do have an outlet with catching up. But mm-hmm. the thing is, though, is there's that element where it's like, you know, Michael put it really well in that he was saying that he listens to the podcast, My Favorite Murder. And he was thinking mm-hmm. about it today. He and I talked today about it. And he was thinking, he was thinking about it today. And he was thinking, if they just all of a sudden started telling sex stories and sex jokes on this podcast, how would I feel? And he said he was thinking he wouldn't like it because that's not what he listens to that podcast for. Right. He listens to that podcast to hear about their favorite murder, you know. And if there was a show that was about that and that's what he tuned in for, then that's sort of what he expected. Now, that said, okay. Now, by the way, before I tell you the next part, I'm going to tell you right now, I have decided that because just for my own personal challenge to me, there's going to be no sex jokes, that I can do better than that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I can mm-hmm. do better than that. And and you know what? This might only apply to the main show. Maybe Patreon is, like, rumor mill is free-flowing. So if we talk about how you're going to fuck Aiden after June, we can still talk about that. Right? <laughs> But maybe for the main show, this is the new policy. Does that make sense? But the main show has this new policy. It's, it's effective. This is, the, this is the after show, the after dark, NSFW. Yeah. yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race after dark. I'm not saying for oh, sure. Yeah. I'm just saying for sure at least the main show will be safe for television, so to speak, right? So not necessarily yeah, for fair. children, but just safe that you could play on broadcast television. Well, maybe not because I will still tell – I'll say fuck and shit like that, right? But like – yeah. Just not sex, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually the same rule I have for my SAT and ACT classes. So my SAT and ACT classes, no holds barred, except I never talk about sex. All right? Because they're kids. Right? Yeah. Fair. But everything else, yeah, I'd say fuck and shit and motherfucker all the time. Right? But I just... Gay, gay indoctrination. How is she, though? Yeah, yeah. There's gay indoctrination that way. But I'm never saying, like, hey, Crystal, you're going to fuck Max later? I don't ever say stuff like that. Right? Yeah. So it could be that policy for the main show, okay? So I'm, I'm listening, but the, but what I'm saying though is there is another part of me. There is the sort of queer activist in me, even though I don't consider myself a queer activist. There's that element of me is that like, no, there is this heteronormativity, so to speak, 
that is, this is the way, not all gay men, but gay, a lot of gay culture is very sexual in nature because that's what our sexuality in a lot of ways defines us. Not yeah. completely defines us. A lot us, of drag is sexual. Yeah, and so like, fuck you. Don't bring your weird hetero, like, what you think that straight people should talk about to the show because that's not what this show is. This show is about gay men who dress up to tape their dicks between their assholes and dress up as women. And it's a very, very um, subversive art. And it's based on bucking societal trends. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was a thing where I was telling Sweet Michael is, let me tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give, I'll let you guys in a little bit of secret for those who are listening. I know how to say the word horrible. Okay. So in my real life, I say things are horrible. Okay. I don't say they're horrible. Okay. But it's like a weird little inside joke I have for myself in that between the ages, before like 20 years, right? From my early teenage years into like my mid thirties, I listened every day to Howard Stern, like over and over on a loop. Really? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the things that you hear me do that you may like, I've learned from him. I think he's the best broadcaster that ever lived. And so a lot of the way I deal with you or Aiden or the pauses I take or the jokes I make, not obviously not specifically that joke, but I've learned how to do this stuff from Howard Stern. Obviously the part that's bo- that the parts that bored me were the part where the parts where he had strippers on and porn stars on because I was like I yeah, I don't care cuz I'm not straight, you know. But obviously he's the biggest broadcaster around. And he has fucking porn stars and strippers. And people may say, like, I don't listen to that show, but it's the biggest show around. Why can't there be a gay version of that? Why is it straight people say, like, no, 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 no. You're not allowed to do that, though. Yeah. You know? I By the way, I told you, I was, like, 13 when I started listening to Howard Stern. And that fucking they would say, the, you think fucking the wound is dirty? Fuck. You should listen should, to Howard Stern. Should, that shit you talked about is, is far worse than that. Yeah. And, and and obviously there is like there are people who think he is dirty. Don't get me wrong. But why is it that straight people get to have their Howard Stern? And then when I do it, it's what it, because I wonder how many people who complain about it being too dirty, how many of them are gay men? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't want to yeah. know the answer. Or how many yeah. of them even notice it? I mean, that's like people straight people my straight friends tell me all the time that you know that gay men or that like the jokes that i have we have with when i'm around my other gay friends are 10 times more disgusting than any like conversation i've ever had with them and there's just like this natural um lack of censor as often and so Wait, it's very much i had hold, a moment uh, evan, evan, hold on for a second hold on for a second the big siren okay oh shoot sorry okay so evan's gonna go away while that deals with it but aiden what are your thoughts on this well, I've never listened to Howard Stern, but okay. um, I definitely get what you mean. So, I mean, that's why I think if you if you want to, if you think of a clever sex joke, then I don't know why you can't just No, because there, say is, it. there is the other end of it where it's like, like, for instance, the Fleshlight joke, I think it's actually pretty tame. It, it, it had just happened, and... Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, I mean, we actually did get into actually the the mechanics of fleshlights work, but that wasn't the point of the original story. Right. But the point is, is that like when gay guys talk to each other about sex, like, like I, for instance, I remember my friend, Jonathan, this is going to get very sexual actually, but this is what gay guys talk about. I'm I'm sorry. Too much. I'm out. Well, no, maybe Evan might have a similar story, but I remember my Jonathan telling me about how. And I don't mind telling this story now in the air because, A, I don't talk to Jonathan anymore. And, B, I definitely don't talk to his ex-boyfriend anymore. This is years ago. He was, but he called me. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The ex-boyfriend's name. I'm going to change my ex-boyfriend's name to Grant. Not the, That wasn't the ex-boyfriend's name. He's like, oh, my God, Grant. We fucked. And then we went to dinner. And I think I fucked him too hard. Jonathan had a big dick. And... We ate, and then he was like, oh, my God. And, like, he shit his pants on the way home. And it was, and he goes, like, I felt really badly because he was really embarrassed, and he was crying. But then I was, like, like the smell is making me gag, but I was trying not to gag in front of him. And he, like, ran in, and he would cry, and I had to tell him it was okay, that it just happens, and blah, 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 blah. And the story was about how, like, 
or like um another friend chris fucked a guy and the guy shit the bed while they were fucking and apologized uh-huh. and was super embarrassed and was like okay 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 i'm sorry so it won't happen again and they started fucking and he shit the bed again and then chris was like okay i'm done i'm out right and we, we, but this is what gay guys talk about shit happens like, quite literally yeah so evan do you mm-hmm. I mean you don't have to tell those stories but do you have stories where you have told similar stories oh on a consistent basis that's half I, that's literally half of the I've gone to work before and like had like literally had to like I, I'll tell a story real quick like a coworker a gay coworker of mine like a year ago comes up to me and he's like Evan can I like can we can I borrow your I had like a gym bag with me and he goes yeah I have like jizz all over my shirt and I just noticed it can I please wear your shirt yeah I'm like yeah girl whatever like that I I got you. like uh, I had a nickel you know mm-hmm. like you just don't think about it yeah and so that's why I'm like. Maybe we're gross. That, maybe that's maybe we are ruining America. But you know what? For ruining it, at least we're having a good time doing it. But I've been operating under that. I would say the vast majority of the time, the reason I tell those stories is because I'm talking to other gay people. That's what we just talk about. Yeah. I will say the fucking the wound thing. Uh, we'll talk about that on the after show. We'll go in detail on that. But why I did that was I was tr- I, that was intentional, and I and I do regret that. I could have done better. I don't think the joke was that bad, actually. To be honest with you, but like. Uh, I could have done better. And that's where I regret. I'm like, Ugh, I'm better than that. Does that make yeah. sense? I'm a better yeah, totally. comedian than that. And I could have done this. I could accomplish the same thing and not be that dirty. Okay, let's go to Aiden Deem, roving reporter Aiden Deem. Aiden, what is the consensus in the chat room? What's going on there? What are they saying? Okay, most of them are telling you not to censor yourself. Um, Zillabeth says, I guess it depends on where you want your show to go. I hate for you to neuter your personality. Yellow Phoenix says the episode with Jay made me laugh nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yellow Phoenix also says, let me find it. I love the sex jokes Joe makes. And then he says they're one of the best parts of the podcast. And Luke Salmon says, Aiden, run, go find an adult. <laughs> Stranger danger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, are you on your phone, Aiden? I'm on my. Well, am I recording? Am I talking to you on my phone? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'd promise Evan that you would put your camera on for him. Oh, like, do you want me to put my camera on? Yeah, because I was like, oh, I got to see what Aiden looks like for the first time. Joe, uh, put yeah. yours on, too. Oh, I don't want to scare Aiden. <laughs> so, uh, also, by the way, like, my hair is, like, all a mess. I haven't shaven. I look, like, look at that picture right there. Now, imagine that with, like, crazy hair. And, <laughs> okay. um... Oh, man, I don't have to imagine that. Yeah. Wait, Aiden, you went away. Oh, there you are. Oh. Am I still here? Yeah, you're there. So, anyway. So, Evan, you get to see Aiden now? Uh, I don't see Aiden. Oh, you don't? What? I totally see him. Uh, I don't. I smell a rig. It's Rigamore. No, no, here's what, it is. here's what it is. Click on his name. Because when you, when you talk on Google, it switches to the picture. But if you click on the name, it'll hold on the picture. Nope, he's just blue, and it's like the little. Well, Aiden, I no... see. You. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, if he can't oh, well. see, you can turn it off, Aiden. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Hold, stay. No, no, don't turn it off, Aiden. Okay. Don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. Hold on, I'm gonna take a screenshot. So, Aiden, so because everyone's like, I don't know what Aiden looks like. Here we no ah, stay still. <laughs> All right, I'll send this you. This is some hard hitting journalism we're doing here, folks. Okay, no more dirty jokes. Let me take a picture of a 17 year old boy on camera. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right you can turn uh, your camera off aiden all right okay turn it off yeah you can turn it off all right. so i already know what you look like so anyway um uh we i know we, we usually talk about rumors and guys to be honest with you we're running out of rumors to talk about there's not e- a whole lot going on here even though i was looking at the latest i was doing research on the latest um rumors mill tease and speculation kind of shit but and uh i do have some actually weird developments that we can talk about oh you know what before we do anything though i need to make an announcement we forgot to mention this on the on the jay ellis episode we have an instagram account now oh, yeah. yeah it's at drag race recap on instagram so add us on instagram at, at drag race recap i'm going to uh drag con on Saturday, and I'm going to take a fucking shit ton of pictures and live streams from DragCon. Um, 
And so I will be at DragCon taking pictures and posting them on Instagram. So that will be our very first post will be those DragCon pictures. That's I'm so excited for that. I can't wait to read that. And so uh, so add us on Instagram, at Drag Race Recap. Also big news, if because I know people are like, Joe, you never follow us back on Instagram. Yeah, I only follow people back that I know. But Drag Race mm-hmm. Recap will always follow you back. Well, always, unless you're like a spammy person. So I do, I do sort of like weed through them and go like, okay, I'm not going to follow vacations for you, right? Yeah, not, we're not going to follow anyone trying to sell me oyster pearl parties. Yeah. None of that. What is that? You've never heard of these pearl party things? No. Oh, it's these like accounts that like you like you like buy like oysters or like they like they'll like sh- they'll try to open a clam on camera and like they'll pick the pearl out and it's like this big party. It's it's totally spam. But is she bar is she boring and goes farther than she should? What? Anyway, uh, are you okay? I'm scoffing at you. Oh, so uh, that was a scoff. That was a scoff. It's not like you had Tourette's. Aiden, get Jay Ellis on the phone. What? (laughs) Okay. uh, All right. We're at the halfway point of the show. Aiden, any other already? Aiden, we, time flies. Is there any uh, are there any topics that we, that we've missed? Not just about my, about my changing the tenor of the show, but anything that people have talked about in the chat room that we should bring up right now. Well, I hate to break this to you, Joe, but Yellow Phoenix says that Vivacious canceled her LA DragCon appearance, so now you can't see her anymore. That's funny because I actually have Vivacious here on the air. Mother, hello. <laughs> Hello, mother. It's me. Oh, oh it was terrible. They could have drowned me in a swamp. <laughs> Hello, and damn, it's me. Vavosas. What are you Why do I sound like I'm underwater, mama? Who's underwater? Girl, we're just chirping like a chirping like a... Which is weird because now it should, <laughs> what it should say now is, oh, we got rid of it in the big cleanse of quotes. Mother has arrived is gone, huh? Uh, mother is no longer in the building. I was going to put mother, mother has left. not arrived. Mama is leaving you at the bus stop. Any what? any other topics there, Aiden Deem? Not really. No. Okay, uh, Evan, do you have any um, rumors, uh, speculation, theories, or tea that you need to share with us? Yeah, I have a, f- I mean, I have a few things that we, we may have already discussed. I think you and I have just talked about this on our own, Joe, but um, a few things relating to the upcoming episode. Um, so it's rumored that one of two things is going to, will happen this ep. And it's either going to be um, the Vixen going home mm-hmm. and against Asia O'Hara, mm-hmm. which is a, which has been rumored to be a very emotional thing. But there's also a rumor that this is an episode where Cameron Michaels and Eureka O'Hara are in the bottom two. And it's a double Shantae you stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am more likely to believe the latter because if you watch the preview for next week's episode, which I want to talk about later, because that's a whole thing on its own. Mm-hmm. But Cameron gets that that edit that they gave Monique Hart last week in the beginning of the episode, where she was that little bit right before they played the theme song, and she's talking about how she's feeling good in the competition, and she's like, you know, feeling great, blah blah, which is usually a sign of someone that ends up in the bottom too. Here's where I'm, I might disagree with you. Might not say anything. One of the things that we, oh no, because the rumor is that Asia sends home the vixen. Yes. Yeah, because one of the things that we've heard is that the, the, the Cameron's a lip sync assassin. Yeah, she's, so, but, she's she's rumored to knock out like half these people. Yeah. So, hmm. Uh, that's very good. Uh, really quickly, uh, Evan, we did have a request in the chat room for this. Okay. <gasps> okay. All right, this has been a lovely evening. Thank you all. Why Good did night. I, why did that make you so mad? Because I sound like I'm like I don't even know. That was just a very dark t- dark week of my life. I don't know why that bothers me so much. Anyway, uh, uh, Aiden Deem, uh, d- did you just to go to you really quickly? Did you have any rumors? Because last one time you came home, like you did your little like. Like your handwriting, did you do it in a handwriting club? But like, where you one of the ah. things we learned at Baby Drag Race Recap is that Aiden is in the handwriting club, yeah. And, um, in handwriting club, uh, I have a lot of questions about this. Who's the president okay. of the handwriting club? Uh, my friend Michael Liu, 
And does everyone? Cause I one of the things I heard, I thought that kids don't know how to write in cursive anymore. That's crazy. Well, he's a calligrapher, so he like teaches how What'd to you do call me? different kinds. What? <laughs> no, he teaches oh. um, everyone how to how to do different kinds of handwriting, mm-hmm. um, besides just cursive, because there's like a million different types. And if anyone wants to follow him, it's Elky Art. I think it's a public Instagram, but yeah, he's really good. And do you, you know, know I actually had a, uh, a handwriting club in my high school too, but I just wrote it off. Wait, hold on for a second. <laughs> Not to go back to uh, my. Uh... Is it again, Evan? <laughs> Say, say your joke again. Uh, oh, is it playing? Is it... Yeah, it's playing. Oh. I used to have a handwriting club, but I heard it was written off. <laughs> that joke was so bad. But, you know, even before you said it, the writing was on the wall. You know, I tell you what, it was it was on the wall. You know, the... with my new policy now, no more cursive. Calligraphy, my mother. Wait, oh, I fucked that joke up. <laughs> yeah, wait, what? Uh, I need to pull that. I need to pull that as a sound clip so I can always have it handy at the right place. Because what we, what we really want is we want the clip to start like right here. Wait, hold on. Oh, that's all right, yeah. Wait, not right here. When he says snapshot. It's not hit. It's not kicked in yet. Okay, I, I gotta find the right part of the song to play it. That's why we gotta play it. Okay, so uh, Aiden, what were we saying here? What was it? What were we asking Aiden again? Oh yeah, did you have any rumor, speculation, and tea, Aiden, that you bring to the table? Oh um, well, I don't know if you saw user Dream Versace's post on Reddit, but she um, confirmed. Well, not confirmed, but she said that the um, season 11 filming starts on May 23rd. Okay, I do have thoughts on that. And she has a list of queens that might be on the show. Okay, I I have a question, though, actually, because this is... I don't know where where you're going with this. Because Versace is a real drag race joke, inside joke. Well, yeah, that's Dream Rain, right? What? That's Dream Rain, the drag queen. Oh, Dream Versace is Dream Rain? I thought she was. Oh, I don't know anything or about that. Or is that it, not but, true? But but you also know, I just want to know if you know that that's also, the, the joke is that the, the designer's name is Versace. But you knew that, right? Oh. But because it's drag, because it's drag race, it could be Dream Versace. Um. Does that make sense? Because that's a, that's a joke on drag race to say Versace. Oh. Okay, but it's pronounced if you. But I don't know how she goes by. I don't know if she goes by Dream Versace or Dream Versace. But it any- depends on where you come from. I don't mind. That was the line from Miss Fame. And then I said, Versace. How about Versnatched? Oh wow! Anyway, oh, wow. these are, all these are more offensive than the Babalu fucking Taylor's wound. <laughs> Those are all Miss Fame quotes. <laughs> so, uh... oh, one sec. I just want to say that ZZ Bookworm ZZZ mm-hmm. said that Dream Rain is Dream Versace, and I just want to tell the chat room: Dream Versace or Dream Rain was a drag queen who went on Reddit and told everyone that she was on season ten, mm-hmm. but she was lying about everything. Yeah, but 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 you know I was gonna bring her up earlier. She did have a bunch of tea this season, and let me yeah. go, let me look at that was actually all true, or yeah. a lot of it has come true. I don't think she's all done yet. Let me see where I can find her. Uh, Dream Versace. Where oh yeah, oh so a lot of her stuff has come true. Even though some of it, some there's some important ones that were wrong. Um, so she seems to be kind of in the know. Anyway, um. Okay, so uh, let's talk about that. Here's what my theory is on that, right? And I'm realizing this is my theory. 
is if if she's correct that they're filming something on May 23rd, which I find highly unusual with the finale being right around the corner. Mm-hmm. It's probably something really short, like a la All-Stars 1. Because no. if you start filming on May 23rd, that's going right into the finale. And the yeah. production team is the same production team that works in the finale. So they, they can't pull There's double no duty. Way. Yeah, there's no way they could do that. doesn't make any sense. That, you, you know what? I think the mistake that um, Dream vs. Ace may be making, if this is true, is that um, they think, oh, because the finale airs Thursday, June 21st, that, oh, well, that that's like a close to a month, and so it worked. But they, don't, they filmed mm-hmm. the finale like two weeks before. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, the, the, they're going to be like at May 23rd, they're like in frantic mode trying to even get the production ready for the finale. I mean, they're like right now they're in full finale mode. Why would they start an episode? Also on, on reddit.com slash drag race spoilers slash r slash, you know, drag race spoilers. Mm-hmm. Now, I think this is actually very, this is more telling than Dream for Sace just saying this is um, Calorie Kardashian William, not Calorie, I'm sorry. Nope, nope, scratch that. Vanessa Vanji Mateo has like six weeks in the summer off like early july to mid-august that That is more telling because that's exactly when they filmed the show she's totally on season 11 yeah that's exactly when they filmed the show and she's no bookings there which is very very strange it could mean nothing but to me that's a bigger hint than uh uh but also michelle said that um they were going to record season 11 soon pretty soon yeah but that yeah. that's a relative term yeah soon yeah, that, soon that industry could be two months time and and also did she say filming or working on because that's another thing too is it could be like production starts up again for season 11 yeah that starts up in around spring you know and it, get, and it gets yeah. into high gear where they start like okay where they start playing the whole thing like pre-production for any television show especially reality show that's where everything happens so I don't remember. I didn't watch the interview. I don't know what Michelle said. And also, she, she said could, filming. Okay, but she could also be thinking like, I don't know when this air. Like, there's you can't read too much into that. You yeah. know, um, that would be if they would have filmed season eleven, they would have done that like in February or March. You know, uh, I mean, think about it. They film. They finish filming usually about late August, early September, for the winter show. So that's let me see. You have let's say let's we'll count September as a month. September, October, November, December, late January. And it, that's like five to six months that they give themselves lead time. So if they were to do a, uh, an October fall premiere, um, which, look, here's the deal. TV pretty much goes dark around the holidays, generally around Thanksgiving. So there's generally no new episodes around that time because it's all going to be Christmas programming, right? Or they'll have like another, like, they might start a mini season there, right? But like shows that have fall premieres don't generally run new episodes, okay? So if you're looking to start a season, a whole season 11 for the fall cycle, that's going to need to start in like August or September. There's no way they like I already happen to know that the editing of the show, they're going to the last minute with each episode. Like it takes a lot of work to put these shows together. So well, as it should, the the amount of work they do to edit the show is masterful. Yeah, so um that doesn't give them enough lead time. That seems very, very strange. I think they're just gonna go now now look, like I said, if you told me but May twentieth, that's still only a week before the finale or so. It's like two yeah. weeks before the finale. I don't know. That seems she might here's the, what I might think. Is they might be pre-taping some shit for the finale, and they're gonna do that that week. So in other words, she has some sort of insight in production that just kind of know, like, oh, like for instance, somebody had the rumor that there's gonna be a night of a thousand shares runway, right? Which I don't, mm-hmm. I think we, it's the I didn't, I haven't watched finished watching the whole preview, but is the runway share? They have not announced the runway yet. Yeah, so they haven't announced the runway, but um. But I think everyone's thinking it's not share for the runway. That the that the share stuff is for like almost like a like a an, like a like a, a production number, like a lip. Yeah, it's, ag- yeah, it's it's rumored that the 
the runway theme is like silver fox or like okay or yeah like silver foxy so supposed to be older versions of themselves okay so that makes sense so the point is that what this person may have seen with night of a thousand shares is the list of outfits the girls had to bring and they probably want them to bring a share outfit so they have one called night of a thousand shares you know like yeah. night of a thousand madonnas so the girls brought a share look but it wasn't for the runway does that make sense so yeah it could be that they're filming some pre-tape stuff for the finale on May 23rd. That would make sense. But I feel it's all gearing up for the finale. Um, that's what I would say. But I, that would see that would be very, very, very weird and very, very unusual for them to film a whole season. It, like, it's too much. So what happens? Like, yeah, for the finale, like that seems really weird. Like all the resources would have to go away. Like, that, I I don't know if I really buy into that tea. What are your thoughts, Evan Ayers? Um, yeah, I think it's. I think that's all way, 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 way too, too condensed, and it just doesn't seem like May twenty third. There might be something that they're filming, but there, like, there's no way they're starting a whole other season by now. Okay, I just I can't I can't fathom it, especially with. They've gone back to back with All Stars and now with this, and I there's just no, there's no conceivable like schedule that I would imagine where it'd be ideal to like start a new season, then tape the finale of a previous season, then like shift gears back. Like they ha- should have all hands on deck on finishing season ten first. Uh, BCB, I'm sorry, RCR, Aiden Deem. Yeah, you guys are probably right, um, but it does seem weird that she's so confident about it because like. I guess, like, a normal person would just realize that, of course, that's too little time to film. Mm-hmm. But then why would she put it on there? Well, yeah, but she's oh, Demi Lovato. What's wrong with being But confident? also look at the um, – look at on the C- S- Season 10 Tea Checker how much um, – uh, oh, sorry, I got distracted by something – how much is wrong? How many people just put like straight up lies? I, yeah. Is, is Jacob Mitten in the chat room? No, I've been I've been waiting for him to chime in. I have not seen his name yet. Um. Yeah, because I would want him to chime in on this. Um. Okay, uh, Evan. I mean Evan. Um. RCR. Indeem. What What are people in the chat room saying about this topic? Okay, about this topic. Um, oh, bo- not really about that topic, but Luke Stammen asks, "Have we buried the rumor that Elsers Four was filming?" And then he says, "That would be." Oh wait, never mind. But yeah, about Elsers Four filming, and I personally think that Alexis Mateo meant to say casting mm-hmm. or something like that, because um, there have been more rumors about casting happening, but no mm-hmm. filming. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, and I don't know if uh, – I have to hide my phone, sorry, because I'm being distracted by all these text messages coming in. Um, Beep. I, hang up or hang out. Yeah, here's the deal. So, like – I like that phrase. I'm going to steal it. So, um, I don't know about All-Stars 4. I think that'd be – like, it is very VH1 to just fucking milk a horse till it's dead. It's, I, I know it's a mixed metaphor, but I don't care. Say, but, what kind of horses have you been looking at? God, I would love to milk a horse. Do you look? Say, eh, eh. Oh, it's the after show. It's fine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're not on the after show yet. But, um, but uh, what were they going to say? Oh, so, um, oh, and I lost my train of thought. All stars. Oh, yeah, all stars four. They, they had to beat a dead horse. Thank you. But, um. I know they like to do that, but I feel it's very silly to go into All-Stars 4 right away. I'm hoping that they think of some other kind of show that isn't All-Stars 4 that would make more sense. I don't know. Yeah. But then I do uh, think it's weird that VH1 is not going to have a RuPaul's Drag Race for six months. There's more. I don't know. I Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either, and I can only rack my brain so much thinking about it. All right. Uh, so why don't we, do, is there any other rumor speculation in tea that we can think, think of? Um, so not relating to, uh, we talked about Vivacious isn't doing drag con. I saw that Robbie Turner also canceled. 
Well, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't think that makes sense. I think she should be there. She should be there and she should be sponsored by Lyft. She should have a Lyft sponsored booth. Mm-hmm. Joe, are you prepared to live your last week of your life between now and Saturday? Oh, because of uh, Tyra? You're going to, you're going to, yeah, uh, you're going to go to Tyra's drag bomb? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's been no development. That's the thing is there's been no, there's been no drama. There's been no, like, like I will say this. I want, I want to transition over here in that there have been some things I want to talk about. This guy went to the updated uh, T document. Uh-huh. And there was a username finale spoiler who mm-hmm. all her tea, like 100% of it, she's all done, came a true. So bravo to finale spoiler. Uh, Dream Versace. Well, she Go she ahead. also um, spoiled the All-Stars 3 finale. And that's why she's called finale spoiler. Okay. And then Dream Versace, which I'm going to go with, she has a pretty good one. The two that she got wrong it, are that... Monique or Asia win the Bossy Rossi show, and Mayhem isn't eliminated on the Bossy Rossi show. She got that wrong. So she is wrong on a lot of things. Those are, those are some pretty wrong things for having tea, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and the other ones are mixed. I was originally going to do some sort of, like, judgment how everyone's doing, but we can save that for later. And, um, but uh, Aiden Deem, any other topics or, that we need to discuss? Either in the chat uh, room David or... David Mackey says Tyra in custody. Oh, is that true? Like, that's the only... No, but I think... It was no, I just think she's working overtime at the Amazon factory. That's all. Yeah, that's it. Um, I hate that bitch so much. Sorry to call her a <laughs> bitch. Okay. And then... Um, then... P.S. Uh, Evan, do you have any topics to talk about? Um... I was, I mean, I was going to discuss Untucked for a second. Just Go ahead. Did you guys get a chance to talk about that on the main show? I don't remember. Well, I talked about it on my solo show, but right. I did not talk about it on the um, main show with, with, um, with Jay Ellis. I was real, I'm like kind of dumbfounded at how quickly I've like gone from, because I usually try to say impartial, it's like, oh, I really don't care for a character on this show. I've never seen someone like the Vixen that has so easily like, imploded on themselves like both their image and just like what their narrative of this like what their mm-hmm. storyline in the show is in mm-hmm. such a sh- quick short amount of time that bitch she was truly truly horrific and on talk this week mm-hmm. like she like i mean i'm just i'm just kind of agreeing with what you were saying but it kind of follows into this upcoming episode when you see in the previews she really is unaware of how her saying like, oh, well, this is my dream. Like, does someone in that situation not realize that they're all there for the same reason? Like, what makes you, what makes your feelings or your your dream more important than the other people in this competition with you? Okay. I was I was just really really stunned by that, and um, it makes me feel bad because I'm sure she's not as terrible as you know she's come making herself out to be, but I can't imagine she's having a great time watching all this right now. Aiden, you want to chime in here about the vixen? Mm-hmm. Um, well, she did uh, send a series of tweets defending herself, and I, the one thing I remember was that she's she said that she wasn't a hypocrite because she was um, criticizing Eureka when she's just being herself. Like when she said that when she was on the <laughs> offensive, and then Vixen was defending herself when she was being on the defensive. If you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean. But, no, I don't know okay. either. So let me try to find the tweet. Um, but basically. Okay, you find the tweet. Saying... Yeah, you find the tweet and read it to us. And then I'll, I'll, I'll give my two cents here. The problem with the Vixen is that she's a solipsist. Do you know what a solipsist is, Evan? A solipsist? A solipsist. I have one of those on my foot, but I got it removed. No, I don't know what that is. Solipsism is the belief that the self is the reality. Right. So, meaning, what I mean here is that reality isn't defined by the vixen. No, no, the reality doesn't define the vixen. No. The vixen doesn't define reality. Reality is defined by the vixen. Isn't that what it is or something? Anyway. Yeah. The point is that the vixen just sees her immediate needs as the reality. So, in her reality, like... 
the the eureka is offensive and and so like in other words solipsists often believe they're the only thing that exists in the world and no one else exists they're just phantoms they're just they're just ciphers who just exist in their in a world that's that's they're the center of the universe and that's what it is is vixen is the center of her own universe and no one else exists so it molds to whatever she wants it to be so at one point she you know a, a uh, you know, I am who I am and there's nothing you can say about that because I, I can only go from 5 to 10 but then Eureka is being extra and Eureka needs to change because th- why would, if the world revolves around the Vixen, why would she change? She's the god in her world. Right. So Eureka has to be the okay. one to change to, I found to the Vixen's world. Okay, what is it? I said I would never tone down my reactions. My issue was with Eureka's actions that were prompting me to react. No hypocrisy there. I never tested, poked, started with anyone. The too vague moment was all about honesty. I'm not messy for telling the truth. Interesting. I'm also just thinking about now. I would love to go back, um, Joe. What was the one the one queen that we heard about before the season aired that was on an interview and got really nasty with an, with a podcast? The Vixen. Right. I'd be curious to hear like. Is that episode has that been released? Or do we know anything? Yeah, it's about... on uh, Feast of Fun. I don't know what episode it is, but uh, it's like walked out or something. See, and that that makes me wonder: is you know, is maybe that really is her? I don't know. I just thought about that. Sorry. Well, also there is the there is speculation that Shay and Asia are mad at her. There was this vague. Uh, there were these vague tweets. I wouldn't say I almost said vague booking, but it was on Twitter, not on Facebook. Asia stays vague booking. Yeah, or vague tweeting. But, oh yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, but Asia and Vixen both tweeted some sort of vague tweet, and I can't. One of them commented that they were both talking about the same person, but that you know this person is gonna like. And okay, we don't know who it is, but I almost would speculate that it's the Vixen because the Shay says like a former friend or it's a friend, and this friend is like. Uh, can you find those tweets, uh, Roving Cub Reporter Aiden Deem? Yeah. I'm and, looking at Shea Coulee's uh, Twitter right now. Okay, I'll look up Asia's. Okay. Um, and I'll be in Scotland before ye. So anyway, the point is that the Vixen, it's just, it's a very silly decision. Like, uh, whether she's right or she's wrong, okay? Now look, if the Vixen was one of these people that was going to be like, fuck all y'all, I'm quitting drag, I would have been like, you know what? You go, girl. You were true to yourself. The end. You're a bitch whatever right but i'm assuming she wants to continue working in drag and it boggles my mind what was she thinking at the time when she was acting like that how would she think and like i said i I think i said this in the show is obviously she's aware that there's a world outside of the show she's referenced it she broke yeah. the fourth wall to reference it. So she know it exists. So she cannot... And there's a track record of people like Fifi, of Roxy, of um, different people who come on the show who when, they're, when they've been difficult, their work dries up when they're seen as difficult. I almost wonder if Acid yeah. Betty saw any work dry up for her because she's seen as difficult. You know? She did, I think. I found the tweets, BTW. Okay, go ahead. Wh- whose was first? Shake like Asia's was first. Okay. Uh, and Asia O'Hara's tweet was, um, I'm sorry, I'm at the top of sorry. So Shake Kule tweeted for was second that feeling when you discover a quote friend has been shady to you behind your back and you low key want to cut a bitch, but you know that they will inevitably be their own undoing. So you just sit back and relax like, and it's a gif, it's a gif of Tiffany, um, New York like Pollard whatever. Mm-hmm. And then someone mm-hmm. read. Um, comments and do you have Asia's tweet? Yeah, I have Asia's. Okay, someone someone comments and asks if that tweet is related to this tweet. In okay, this quote unquote queen is about to make me call her out. Think about what you are doing. I promise the truth is not what you want. Yeah, then Shakulay responds essentially saying, "Yeah, it's a shady season, and girls are in their oh. feelings." So it's it seems as though the vixen is not very popular right now with yeah, but people. if you think about it the only connection asia o'hara and shay would have with each other would be the is vixen. to the vixen yeah 
So um, I don't understand what that motive is to what, why, why is, why does the Vixen think that's a smart move to make? She just came to fight. She's consistent. I'll give her that. Yeah. And, and, you know, much like Tyra, they'll keep fighting to the end, but at least the one you can say is Tyra won. You know? True. So they, they can never take that away from her. Mm-hmm. So, as we all know, the Vixen's not going to win. So that's going to make for a very interesting reunion and, like I told you, a very interesting finale. Now, Evan, we're going to be at the finale. God, <laughs> wait, God will. I am so nervous. I will not be. <clears throat> I will not rest easy until I own those tickets. Does that make sense? I've been. T- I've, I know that you're stressing about it, so I haven't been like asking you a lot. But I'm. I'm also like so anxious and excited. Yeah. So, um, until, until I until I have those tickets purchased, I will not rest. Okay. But the point is that, um, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, the finale. You'll this will not be on the finale because they 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 do total fuckery and tomfoolery. But I'm dying to see the reaction when the vixen walks out onto the stage. Oh yeah, there could be a, a smattering to a lot of boos. You know? Do people really boo them at these things? They would not boo. Alexis Michelle didn't get booed, but Alexis wasn't a villain like the vixen. But yeah. like it was like literally like I'm not even joking. It was embarrassing and sad. It was like because Alexis is right before, or right after Valentina, she left. Alexis was like a she few was, after Valentina. She was top yeah, she five. Was, oh, okay. It was Nina then Alexis. Okay, well Nina got so, so it's still embarrassing because like Valentina, it is like seriously like um, let's see here. Hold please. Uh, I'm looking for something here. Nope, I don't have it. Okay, but like it's like crazy, crazy loud applause, right? Let me see. I'll, I'll pretend rain. Oh. I have rain. Pretend it's applause, right? Okay. Right. That's Valentina. Here's Nina. Here's Alexis. Well, think about. I mean, think about what's going to happen this time. The first one to come out is Miss Vanjie. Oh, people are going to lose their shit, and then they who has to follow her? Poor. Kardashian, it, it really is going to be like it's the whole I'm gonna, I'm going to whoop for her just because I'm going to feel so bad. The theater gonna, is going to be like like it again. This is going to be this is the thing that people don't get on the show, and this is why I love being at the finale. Is the actual runway walk is very long, so like like so like on the show the runway walk is like four seconds, right? Because they cut it down. But yeah. on the actual thing, they walk all the way out. They do the turnaround, and they walk all like your arms are super tired. So for Vanjie, it's gonna be like you know thirty seconds to forty five seconds of just people shouting Vanjie, Vanjie, Vanjie. Like the whole theater's gonna be shaking with Vanjie, right? And then it's gonna be like the 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 tiniest like you can't even hear that. Yeah, carbs are friends, not food. Kylie Kardashian Williams. <laughs> That's actually really true. Probably what they might say, actually. Oh, I've already, I've already been thinking about what, what they say for that. I love, I love guessing that. Shit. Yeah. So, um, that's gonna be like the crazy thing with that show is, is you're gonna get to see that live. It's like how long it is. So, Vanjie's gonna get like a huge, long, super loud applause. But on the on the episode, they'll make it all sound like it was the same level of applause. Yeah, yeah. So, certain people just get much much louder applause uh from the audience and i'm thinking the vixen might get fucking booze i would never boo a queen but it's I will, it's gonna I'll, be I'll... it's gonna be like so it's gonna be who went who went home last night oh, Mo, oh monet's gonna get a ton yeah. of applause right and then after her it's gonna be monet so vixen's gonna be between monet and Monique, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be literally like again, not to not to beat this dead horse, but it really is gonna be like Monique Hart, the Vixen, Monique Dane. Again, when you guys actually watch the episode, it won't. It'll just sound even. Yeah. But when we hear, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be embarrassing. You know that you know that GIF or that when RuPaul claps. Stop saying GIF. Stop saying GIF. Please say stop saying that. GIF. I I don't want to get my my rant about Jif, but I hate when people say Jif. Well, you know, RuPaul said Jif on the last on the preview for this episode. 
But she's also said gift. She's still wrong because here's the argument for it: is that the person that invented the gif says, "Oh, it's pronounced jif." Two things: fuck you. You invented the fucking goddamn technology, but not words and not English, right? It stands for graphics interchange format. So get, oh. graphics is with a hard G, okay? And also, you don't give someone a gift. Thank you. Oh. But choosy there moms choose gif. Isn't that the saying? <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this episode of The Rumor Mail. For uh, Evan Ayers, Roby Cup reporter, and co-host of Baby Dragon Race Recap, Aiden Bean, uh, we'll see you guys next week.